I hear rustling. Does anyone know what that is? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> He's wearing a mask. <laughs> but it's like scary as hell. I just want to say that was the exact reaction I was trying to elicit. So thank you very much because I was very scared that that was going to be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I heard rustling and I was like, I don't know what what's going on. And I didn't even realize that you had taken yourself off the screen. Well, happy <laughs> Halloween, everyone. I got to go change my pants. <laughs> It didn't actually well. get me that bad, but I I wasn't if, expecting it for sure. It would scare the shit out of anybody that was watching. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a cool way to start the episode, though we've never done that before. <laughs> How are you? This is uh this is our post Halloween weekend episode. Is it post? It's it's November. Yeah, oh. November first. Oh, I had a great <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't get it. I hope I have a great Halloween. You know, <laughs> for those listening, they might know. It already happened. Wow. <laughs> for those that don't get the joke, we're recording on the 24th of October. <laughs> and I didn't realize that this was going to come out after Halloween. I thought this was going to be like on Halloween. But no, it will come up on, I think, the 2nd of November or the 1st the 1st of November. So, yeah, um, I had a great Halloween. It was a good time. No um <laughs> are you are you dressing up for halloween i wanted to and i have two different potential plans one of them you i think you're involved in right we got invited to mary's or not mary megan's halloween party but also i have a prior halloween party that i said i'd go to but i don't know if it's actually happening hmm. that's important to know if you're needed in a space Yes. Um, oh, Friday when I was working, I was in a space and I was not needed. In not that needed space. in that space. Nine thirty in the morning, and I was like, I've done everything that I needed to do today, and not in a good way. Like, not like, oh, I'm so caught. Like, I was so caught up, but I was like, I now have like eight hours left. <laughs> and I had already like made my own work because I didn't want to be like to my supervisor, like, I'm done. What do you want me to do? Like, that's not professional at all. Right. So I you have, sit there and check your email. That's what I do is just refresh, refresh, right. refresh. Yeah, well, I did that. I worked on I'm making an unofficial guide to my job. So when we expand, oh. um, when we expand the marketing team, we'll have that. Or if I, you know, wherever down the road, leave the company, they'll have a guide to my position. That's like awesome. I know that's super helpful because when I started at Children's, one of another research assistant who had already been there had created a guide and it's like, this binder that I have, that's the best thing. Yeah. So I know that the, your, your next, your successor will appreciate that. I was thinking, yeah. trying to think of what the opposite of yes. predecessor was. Well, honestly, the goal of making it was not like, I do not plan on leaving. Um, but it's, I mean, it can be considered a continuity document, but it's also like a guide for me and a guide, like a, just a professional guide. The only reason I'm calling it un unofficial is because the bank didn't make it themselves. Right. Right. But yeah. Um, but back to my original question. Are you planning on dressing up? <laughs> my bad. Um, yes, I am. And I had a great costume idea, but it won't be here in time. Like, I didn't get it because it won't be here in time for Halloween. Um, I was going to tell everyone I'm dressing up as an idol of mine. What would you guess if I, mean, I said imme that? Immediately it would be Lady Gaga, but that's right. the obvious so, answer. Right. 
um, I was going to dress up as Steve from Blue's Clues because ah. he was like my first hero, one of my first heroes, not my first, but, um, and just the whole meme with like the 25 year or the, yeah, the 25 year anniversary and how Steve did the whole thing. They have a shirt, they have a stuffed blue, um, and they have a handy dandy notebook that all comes together, but it would come on the seventh. So I could easily get, you know, a shirt that looks like it, but I don't know. Oh my God. Wait. <laughs> That sounds like such a fantastic idea, and I'm glad that we can openly talk about this right now because it, it's technically after Halloween, even though it's before Halloween. Yeah. Time, the time warp works weird on podcast land, but yes. that'd be funny. You could be Steve, and I could be the current uh, Blue's Clues host, Josh, because he's Asian, and so you could be the white True. host. True. Um, True. Oh, my gosh. That, that would be actually fantastic. be really cool. That'd be really cool. What what day is the party? Is it Friday or Saturday? Uh, Friday. Uh, oh no, that's good. That's good. That's I really think it's good. Friday. I hope it's Friday because that would yeah. be great. Um, that would actually be really cool if we can figure out how to do that. That would be very very cool. If we yeah, could, like, that'd be fun. I just I just need like a light blue sweater well, and then so make the it darker blue. So the thing is, you blue. can get his. You can Josh's get his specifically. Yeah. Can I email Josh and be like, hey, can no. I have your sweater? <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> the Blue's Clues branded shirt. Um, but you can, Steve's, for some reason, is harder to get. Well, because Steve is the OG. Well, yeah. And None then, of the original OG wa viewers watch Blue's Clues anymore unless you have kids, which... Right, right. I, I haven't watched since, like, probably the 90s. Um, <laughs> like, 99. Uh, who is the middle guy? Joe. Uh, Joe, yeah. The forgotten one. Did yeah. you know? Wait, I have a fun. I'm going to blow your mind real quick. Did you know okay. that's not his real name? But yet, Steve and Josh use their real name, but Joe doesn't yes. use his real name? Yes. Why? I was so shook. <laughs> I found that out recently. That's silly. Yeah. And it's not even close to Joe. I forget. It's like Christian or something. It's not Christian, but. Interesting. You sure it's not like Joe Christensen? No, no, it's very much like a different name entirely. I'll look it up right now. Okay. I find <laughs> I find it interesting like what people dress up as for Halloween. Like I feel like they, there's very like creative things and there's always like the sexual costumes for both genders <laughs> like yeah. Welcome to Point of Do. I'm Justin. I'm Nick. And on today's episode, Nick and I reflect on past Halloween costumes that we've, well, I guess dressed as. Adorned. We talk. What do you say? Adorned. Adorned. Going. <laughs> we discuss the positives and negatives of fear, and if it has a purpose in motivating us in our lives. Nick, let's talk about things from our point of. Ooh, that was a voice crack point of do did anyone hear that
just like like really going all in and like i do too i like the most cre- i like trying to be super creative like that the sophomore year when i was father jack that was so much fun that was like fun. i, I used his job. vans i used his uh his glasses donovan Patton is joe's name yes i was just about to say that um so very close to joe um <laughs> but yeah no i was really shook he was also fun not fun fact people know probably know this i was just thinking about it he doesn't have a color isn't it orange it rotates oh because i've seen him in purple too right he's had purple he's had green like steve but just he has the squares oh interesting so yeah i love how you know these fun facts about blues clues i mean those were the two eras that i was really in it i have not seen a single josh episode i think it would be kind of weird if i was watching blues clues on my own (laughs) um Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, have you? Do you have like a costume that you've that you've dressed up as that you are particularly proud of? Like stands out among the rest. Hmm. Um, it doesn't have to just be for Halloween too. Like I just because I've seen a picture of you at dressed as a king recently, that's been stained into my brain for the last <laughs> couple of days. But well, that was really fun. That was for senior. I don't remember. I think like one fifties or something. Um, and the which is an were- event at Loyola where you celebrate. As a senior, 250 days to graduation, 150 days graduation. The school hosts it. There's adult beverages, um, and you, there's like always a theme. And yeah. I didn't get to have it, but but you did. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that was the groups and duos theme. And because we call each other king, me and four of our friends um, dressed as kings, and we each had a different color. So I think we did red, yellow, green, blue, and purple. It was fantastic. And they all looked to the same. They were all the same outfits. But we each kind of, like, had our own spin on it. Like, I had a scepter. Um, Brendan's crown was different from everyone else's. I don't know. There were some other ones, too. There were some other differences. Last year, when I was with my friends in New Hampshire, we did two things. We did, and during the day, since Halloween was on Saturday, during the day, we came came out of our rooms and into, like, the common spaces of the house and dressed as one another so like we pulled names out of a hat and so like i was dan and so i dressed as dan <laughs> um i thought that was pretty iconic yes the same dan that is our producer I, I i enjoyed that and then in the evening we split up into two teams and for yeah we split up into two teams and we each got a space and i will say this is something that I stole from from Mary. She was in the Jesuit Volunteer Corps, and they did this too, where they got they split up into teams and they got a, a, a room in the house to theme, and then there was like an alcoholic beverage that you could also theme with it. And so my my team was Dan and Ryan, who's been on the podcast as well, and we got the living room, and then our friend Alyssa. And our other friend Patrick and our other friend Caitlin got the kitchen. And for my theme, or for my team's theme, we were like, I don't know why we thought of this. I mean, the house had like naughty pine in the living room. And so we think, okay, maybe we could do like a Western. But then I was like, how can we really theme a Western without, you know, breaking the budget or whatever? (laughs) So then I thought, what would be a cool way to 
decorate this cheaply and i thought aluminum foil so then we ended up doing like space cowboy theme (laughs) so we wrapped everything in aluminum foil and we had um ryan made some like what are the what are the doors that's like the swinging doors that you see in like a saloon doors yeah the saloon doors he made those out of out of cardboard which were really cool and we we dressed up as uh like cowboys and stuff and sheriffs and things but um but the but the theme but there was like aluminum foil and like party light but that was really fun and then Alyssa and patrick and caitlin this was when oh what's that game among us among us this is when among us was was huge and so they themed the kitchen as among us and they made an alcoholic beverage and called it sus <laughs> which uh, i thought was really cool that is funny um and then they came up with a way that we could play among us in the house so we made the house pitch black that's and really cool. we played among us and we had to do like tasks and stuff and the person who was the imposter tagged people and whenever they you know whenever someone found you know the body or whatever then we had called you know, called a meeting and stuff and so that that was really fun that's awesome so i was gonna ask you what your favorite cost well you just listed a bunch but like what do you have a all-time favorite that you've done uh hmm in junior year of high school i was snapchat and so i had a yellow shirt and i had remember when snapchat filters first came out and there was like the hard eyes and the the uh, rainbow throw up and like there were only like a few filters that you could do yes so i made four pairs of glasses that had the four filters um and so i would like i changed them throughout the night um and i had this is when Fetty Wap was a was a big thing. So I had like for on the front of my shirt, it had um, like the fire emoji for the snap streak and yep. the number for the Snapchat was seventeen thirty eight. <laughs> That's really funny. And then the back was this is when uh, this, the Discover page first came out. And remember, there was only like eight or ten Discover, and they were circles. When you yes. swiped over and they were circles and they yes. were in columns. So I printed yep. out all of the circles and I lined them in my back. So that yes. one, I think that one's a favorite creative. one. Yeah, I think that one's a favorite one. I was also, my, my one of my favorite TV shows is How I Met Your Mother. And so um, my high school girlfriend and I were, she was the mother and I was Ted Mosby, who was the, who was the main character. That I thought that was a good one. That is good. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think of some of the ones I've done. I'm like. These are the ones like more recent history. Like as a kid, I was I was a sumo wrestler, which was absolutely hilarious. Did you have the blow up? I didn't have the blow up one, but I had a costume that was full of pillows, okay. and it had it had like it didn't for some reason. Again, this is a kid's co- well, I guess not for some reason, but like whenever I went to the door, it was when I was still trick or treating. Right. I you know trick or treat, and there was this like you saw me in a pillow suit with like you know. The, the, like the costume had drawn on nipples and it was like <laughs> the, 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 the adults answering the door were always like oh my gosh <laughs> That's, wait wait so were they like oh he's a nudist no. <laughs> <laughs> i think it was ob- <laughs> i think That's it was really funny. i think it was obvious i was a sumo wrestler because it was like fat costume but then had like the the i wish i knew the name of it but the, the you know the the bottom that they use like the yes. uh, Mawashi is the name of the belt that sumo wrestlers use. So it came with a wig that had like the man bun. Yeah. You know, the hairstyle yeah. that, that sumo wrestlers normally have. Um, 
I don't I do not intend to offend Japanese culture with this. I was I was a sumo wrestler. You were a sumo wrestler Halloween. and you were like a kid. Yes. Um, um the sumo wrestler costume had a mawashi, so I think it was obvious that not a nudist i hope (laughs) (laughs) although the reaction might have been the same (laughs) oh Um, god i I, I was stitch too and i was a mad scientist which was fun yeah stitch must have been fun stitch was fun oh my gosh wait i was also blue man group one week one year that's incredible that was oh i don't even know if i have a picture but it looked so silly but there's you know i painted myself blue and i I bought a bald cap Okay. And it painted it blue. Yeah. <laughs> so I put that on. I had like blue gloves and was just wore all black. Um yeah, what are, what are what are some fun ones that you've done? I have done so I was a bionic when I was like really young, I was a bionicle. I was very disappointed that I couldn't find the blue one. I was the red one. Um uh, the red one. Okay. Um I what else have I been? I've been SpongeBob. I've been Harry Potter, but I feel like everybody's been Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I did look like Harry Potter. I was How a vampire. Do... How did you do SpongeBob? Like, would there you wear like SpongeBob a square Bob. thing? Yeah, it was a oh, it was okay. a purchased SpongeBob costume. I was a vampire one year, and I always make fun of my mom for it because she did the face paint, like the, mm. the pale face paint. But she gave me these like dark circles around my eyes, um, which like I guess like <laughs> vampires have. But I just looked like a sloth with a cape. <laughs> And there's a picture of it. I'll I'll post it. Um, and it's just like it's. I, I was don't gonna know say, do you just look like a vampire that's had a long day at work? No, because there's <laughs> literal black circles around my eyes, like completely <laughs> around my eyes. Um, she didn't do my ears either, so my ears are a different color than my face. And then the blood is like coming out of my cheek. I don't even think it's coming out, like dropping down to my lips. So, um, you were bit yourself always... by a vampire in your cheek. Yeah, she thinks it's the funniest thing now. Um, but yeah, those are some of the ones I've, I've dressed up, um, as American Horror Story characters, uh, with Rachel a couple times at school. Uh, yeah, those are, those are the ones I've done. I'm probably forgetting a bunch, but. Nice. That's fun. Yeah. It's funny. Like, I feel like you come with Halloween, it comes full circle. Like you like dressing up as a kid because you like getting the candy and all that stuff and Mm trick-or-treating, but then at some point you stop trick-or-treating and then there's a middle phase. You're just like what is Halloween is just another day because you have homework and you're in high school and you're like, ah, but then I feel like towards senior year of high school and and once you enter college, then it's like, all right, let's dress up again. And there's other activities that you can be doing on Halloween. That's not trick or treating, but I think, I think it becomes fun again. I have a question. Okay. Cause what you just said brought that up in my mind because I remember freshman year of a high school for some reason, my friend and I and one other friend went around because we were like, like went trick or treating. and We were like, why not? I mean, I guess like we were 14. So whatever. It's still like old, but whatever. Um, I dressed up as an angry bird because <laughs> I had a very, very weird. Did you have any like or do you have any very like weird specific interests? I, I'm sure I do. Can I... <laughs> like just like things that like you've been obsessed with that are like not common. Um. When I'm on the spot like this, I don't know if I can think of them, but I definitely do. Um, you can give it to us next episode if you want. Yeah, let me think about that. I definitely mine, do have weird specific interests. Yeah, like mine, I was very into Angry Birds. And like, I know Angry Birds was huge back in like 2012 when we were in, you know, 
end of middle school, early high school, but I was like really into them to the fa- to the point that I could still name you each of the main characters, which I don't even think people knew that there were names. For the I group. didn't. Yeah, I can still do that. This is like a strange. This this is the t- first thing I could think of, and I maybe I could bring it up next episode and bring it back. But a weird specific interest that I was like so so like enthralled by when it came out, and you'll appreciate this is when lady gaga came on stage as joey calderon and i was like this is so interesting like i i'm not gonna lie any article that that like or any video i watched that was the vmas right yes it was. i I watched that performance over and over and over again like you have like like i probably to the point that you've the amount that you've watched it yeah (laughs) that's normal for you but not normal for me and I, i was just like wow like this is so, and I can't tell you why, but and then the, when the when the you and I music video came out, I was like, wow! Like, I was just so interested in the whole thing for some reason. Do you know what the meaning behind it was? Of course, it was like pop um, performance art, and there's shock value in that. But do you know like what the meaning behind that piece was? No, because I didn't know you then. <laughs> I love that. I love that you would have known if you knew me. I would have totally known if you knew, so, knew you. <laughs> Joe Calderon was her alter ego, but in the music video, she's like, there's a scene where she, he's she's playing the piano and he's sitting on the piano, and they're like, kind of like romantically involved, and this the message behind it is you can't love somebody else until you love yourself. Oh. So that I love was that. what it was. And of course, like, that is a very dramatic and, like, some would call it absurd way of personifying that, but that's her whole thing. That's, like, campy and her pop art. That yeah. She... Yeah, I remember that. I There was a storm, actually, and I, I recorded the VMAs that year, and I didn't get to watch it, so I watched it, like, I, wa- like I, I, well, obviously I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the full thing. Honestly, I think it was, like, on my TV or something. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember that I was supposed to be do. Uh, what year was that? I, I, I don't it was know. 2011 because we were going into uh, our eighth grade year. Okay, so I must have been in seventh grade then. Um, yes, you were. Oh and, yeah, I forget. So, so I was in middle school and I was like doing homework on the computer and like I just went down the rabbit hole of YouTube and found that and I think I spent hours just distracting myself just like listening to people's takes on what it was and watching the re- like the thing from MTV and yes then the music video and I was like what is that actually her I also didn't realize it was her I thought it was like her actual boyfriend because boyfriend, she came yeah. out as her boyfriend yes cuz Joe was supposed to be her boyfriend right and yes. so yeah so I, I it just intrigued me anyway we've got we've gone too much about it. <laughs> No, I love these rabbit holes. And that was the third of, like, she really back-to-back-to-back, like, three years in a row. 2009, she did, like, the death of the pop star performance for Paparazzi, which was shock. Everybody was like, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's, like... I probably have, but I can't think of it right now. It's shocking, and I don't even know if she'd be able to do that today, just in terms of, like, the way... Like, I think it would have to come with a trigger warning now. But then the 2010, she did the meat dress. Mm. Um what Which, year did she do the egg? Was that the VMAs? Egg was the 2011 Grammys. It was when born oh, this way. It was supposed to be like a rebirth. Gotcha. And she called it a. She would kill me if if I called it an egg. She called it a vessel. I don't know why. Oh. Well, hopefully she doesn't kill me. No, no. Everybody knows <laughs> it's an egg. 
the egg was at the um museum and then I'm, then we can stop talking about her the egg was at the museum that i visited when i went to vegas but it wasn't there while i was there they added it afterwards and i'm really wait did they did i see the egg no i did not see the egg is there a museum at her residency yeah it has like all of her like outfits including the one that i just told you about from the vmas with the blood still on it like the it's fake blood but uh the meat dress is there preserved um but back to halloween costumes I don't even know how we got it. Oh, I was talking about, okay, Angry Birds. Yeah. Angry Birds, yeah. But anyway, I'm excited for Halloween. I hope everybody had a great Halloween as you're listening to this. I hope we have a great Halloween, Nick. We're having it's a kind great of weird fall. that the people listening to this know more than we do. For a Halloween costume, I should be Humpty Dumpty. Because <laughs> I just said <laughs> we had a great fall. <laughs> you should be Humpty Dumpty. That would be wonderful. Well, I hope you had a great halloween too justin thank you who so, knows maybe we'll see each other on halloween and we'll true. have a great friday? halloween together is it's, it friday it's, no, it's sunday. sunday halloween is sunday um before we go any further though i do want to wish megan our friend megan a happy birthday because that's her birthday today as we're recording and i want to wish angela a b- happy birthday when this comes out it's her birthday happy birthday megan and angela I love that for both of them. Um, and thank you, uh, Megan, for having us over Friday night. We had, we went, to, I, it was my first time at her uh, apartment, and it Me was too. just such a nice night. It was very cathartic. I loved, by the way, Megan, your roommates are awesome, and I loved getting to talk to them too. And just seeing Mary, seeing you, Justin, like that was, I had a really good time, and the Chinese food was really chef's kiss. <laughs> I love me some lo- beef lo mein, has my heart. If someone wants to propose to me, do it with beef lo mein. I'm not kidding. They should just they just re- like get down on one knee and just like wrap the noodle around your finger. <laughs> I will say yes. I will say yes. Honestly, Chinese food is so prime. I don't like fish, but like the oh, it's so good. Have you got have you done dim sum before? No, what is that? Dim sum, it's hard to explain, but it's essentially like Chinese it's like a Chinese brunch and it's like a lot of different types of dumplings and like soft foods like that it's not like your typical like american chinese food it's more authentic yes thank you dan um yeah it's more authentic chinese food um we should we should put a dim sum at some point yeah i think i think you'd enjoy it it's cool because they come they come with a cart and you're given a card when you walk in and you just point at what types of dishes that you want off of the cart and then they mark on the card what you ordered and then at the end you just hand the card over and that's what how you pay so it, it, it's kind of an interesting it's cool that is cool i think i think you'd enjoy it I, there is there are some some fish things but there also aren't some fish things so i think <laughs> you will we should we should go and report back i'm down you know what was really fun dan's birthday a couple of years ago when we went to the hibachi place oh that was yes. really dan really we did dan and patrick's birthday the same night because yes. they're in the same week that yeah. was so much fun. That, that feels. Ridiculous. We talked about fever dreams last week, but I feel like that was a fever dream because <laughs> sophomore year, your junior year, I feel like we did so much, and then junior year happened, and you had a great junior fall, or no, you had a great senior fall. Yes. Um. And dumb. I and I was and I was abroad, and then I came back, and COVID happened, and now I'm yeah. two years older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I saw a, I got a Snapchat memory that said two years ago today, and I thought it was junior year. Also, I was like, wow, my face was so much smaller back then. What are you talking about? I, where is this coming from? I will send you the picture. I promise you, you will agree. I have a question for you. Sure. How are you? <laughs> I knew we that was going to be intros. it because we haven't even... We never did our intros. We never did our intros. Today. Our min mid-tros. Mid-tros. It's our mid-tros. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm well. I'm well. I'm feeling good. My, I'm home alone in the house again, which is good, I guess, since I'm recording the podcast. My parents are at the, the Patriots game with some friends. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this past week was extremely busy because, as I mentioned, I was at my sister's school last, last week in, or last weekend, and then I was at Loyola, and then... I had to catch up on work, and then I worked Saturday morning, and then I feel like I finally caught up on my sleep, which That's good. felt good. And so it feels good just kind of breathe, decompress, and just whew, be with you as I recenter myself. That's good. I, I love I love that calm feeling. Good. I I feel like I'm kind of there too. I've had a really relaxing weekend. Like I I say relaxing. I waited tables last night, but it was it was really. I just love the fall restaurant vibe. Like, there's so much. It, it's it's decorated for Halloween and fall. There's pumpkin smells everywhere, like pumpkin <laughs> beer. You can smell the sugar rim that everybody gets on their beers. Um, it's like just permeates. I feel like the there. developed world just vomits pumpkin as soon as oh, like, it does. The fall hits. <laughs> it does, and we were understaffed last night, which was actually great. We only had three servers because. It meant that we were each busier, meaning we each got more money, and I just, it was a good time. And I just, I went out with my friend Jenny yesterday, we went to the Christmas, nothing like, nothing um, crazy, it was so last, it was like five minutes before we decided to go. Um, the, we went to the Christmas tree shops, I got some soaps. Nice. Pumpkin? Vanilla coconut? No, no, but that that was so good. M- Megan, you have incredible taste in soap, vanilla coconut. <laughs> I got, I found two. There was vanilla chai, so like maybe similar. I haven't tried them yet, but I smelled them. Um, and I also got blueberry maple. Nice. So, yeah. I had a nice. Good. Nothing. No, nothing no stories? No, I don't really have any. That's anything. good. That's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I will tell you. I haven't told you this yet. Um, It's not a story, but... I you were right about the traffic coming home Friday night. Oh really? Oh my god! Was there an accident? There was an accident, right on Route. Well, 3. not just that they were doing hella construction work, oh. and I don't know if you've ever been behind the guy carrying the sign that says there's going to be construction work, but they don't move very fast. You know the blinking arrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The truck with the fast. sign on the back of it, right? Yes, I was. I was literally like crawl, like I could have walked from like Fenway all the way to like, you know, the, the mural of the fish. Yes. I could have walked faster. Should we talk about our topic? (laughs) Yeah. For the last 10 minutes of the episode, (laughs) which is actually fine because the whole thing, if you think about it, Halloween is like a fearful holiday in a, in a fun way. Yes. So let's bring the mood down. That's yeah, I know. We've been, I feel like we've been been hell out of you. We've had such a, what'd you say? I said, what scares the ever-living hell out of you? Yeah. 
I feel like we've this overall this episode's tone has been very jovial and now we're just gonna it bring has. it straight down to hell. Right. <laughs> um so I wanted to talk about fear because we just are coming off of Halloween weekend. Um we talked a little bit about how I don't like being scared in in that sense a couple of episodes ago. But I just want to talk about fear. Um and yes, fear of like concrete things you know, like zombies or things like that, or like horror movies and that type of fear, but also fear in the sense of like intangible things, like fear of failure. Um, I don't fear of not meeting people's expectations, those types of things. Um, and so I wanted to ask you first, Nick, what do you, what are you scared of? <laughs> questions like this no um i'll I'll obviously share too yeah no i i'm fine uh i or rather let me sorry let me change my question what are things that like like ghosts or things like that that type of fear okay go go with that first like are there actually specific things that you're yeah yeah so i i mean i'm i would probably be terrified of a ghost if i saw one in real life but the concept doesn't really scare me but like I guess the concept scares me, but I've never seen one. So it's like, ooh, ghosts. Like, that's, I, I think they're so cool. Yeah. Um, now you're haunting them, one. so they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ghosts. Ah. My mom always says she's going to haunt me when, when I'm older. Uh, but yeah, I hate bees. Mm. Like, I will push anyone. To, I was in line at Canopy a couple weeks ago. I talked about Canopy, and there were a bunch of kids around me, and there was a bee, like a, like a hornet or whatever swarming i was about to push any of them down to get away from it <laughs> like these ch- toddler children i'm not even kidding i do not like bees yeah i i also am realizing that i'm not a huge fan of bees i i don't mind them if they're like flying around but as soon as they like if they land on me I, i'm done I'm oh like, i mind them if they're flying and around. i won't slap them because i don't want to you know get stung so i'll just kind of you know, shrug my shoulders and just kind of like tiptoe away <laughs> from will, the scene. I will literally start rubbing myself up against whoever is next to me to get the thing off me. I'm not even <laughs> joking. And I've done it before. Aren't you scared of getting it angry? I get so scared and just freak out. It's embarrassing. <laughs> there were, fair. because of those cinnamon rings that I was telling you about, like the rings on the glasses that people do with their pumpkin beer. Um, mm. When they sit outside, it was attracting bees the other day, and there was oh. a bee on the cup that. And I was like, "We didn't have a buster that afternoon." And I, I told my manager, "I was like, Shauna, I am not cleaning that table. Like, I'm sorry, it it was my table. I was like, I will not clean that table until the bee goes, and you're just gonna have to accept that." There were people like sitting around it, sitting around a dirty table, and I was like, "That's just how it's gonna be." Yeah, I, one of my be. fears. One of my fears is I. I think I've told you this, but I I say the creatures of the deep, but it's yeah. Uh, fish <laughs> you don't like eating fish i don't like I don't swimming either. with fish um and and that's because i haven't necessarily had a bad experience i mean i've stepped on a sea urchin before with <gasps> hurt that wait could you tell that story that's like it's not exciting i was just i was on i was i think where was i i was in the caribbean with my family and i was just at the beach and i was waiting in the ocean and i just stepped on something and it was a sea urchin and it hurt a lot did it did it's like barbs go into you those are like yeah i had to pull it out 
<laughs> it was it was it was not a fun time. Oh my god, I'm like cringing. <laughs> so that um, I think was my only bad experience. I think my whole rationale for being scared of fish and the ocean and creatures of the deep is that as humans we're not we're land creatures, right? We can run fast, we can climb if we want to. Um, but we can't necessarily, we don't have like the webbing or anything to swim fast and we can't breathe underwater. So if anything is going to attack me while I'm in the ocean, I'm done for. There's no defense that I have that can stop something from attacking me in the ocean. So I feel like that defensive defenselessness is what makes me really scared of the ocean and things like that. And I'm also not a huge fan of, of salt and sand and stuff, but. I will yeah. go to the beach and things like that, but it's yeah. just the fish, and I, I, it's it's an it's it's a phobia, really. It's an irrational fear, but it it's something that sometimes is debilitating for me. It's just like I can't be swimming in open water in the ocean. If I'm in a lake, that's fine for some reason because I guess I know that the lake that I uh, my family's house used to be in New Hampshire. I knew there weren't sharks. <laughs> I knew what was in there. Um, and they did a good job of educating the residents about what types of fish were in there and all the types of things. So I kind of what knew when I was never, mostly bass, some pike. Uh, the freakiest things were catfish, but those stay, those are bottom dwellers, so they'll yeah. stay at the bottom. And as long Take as I'm me. not all the way, <laughs> you're a bottom dweller. <laughs> so I was fine with that. I could swim in the open lake, but I could not. I, I don't think I'd ever be able to swim in the open open ocean. It's oh, just... yeah, no. There are people that do swim, like, across the ocean, don't they? Right. Not, like, There's across who, the ocean. But, like, across, like, the English Channel or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, like, sure. I don't know if I'd be able to scuba dive either, because it's just... Oh, no. I can watch videos of that type of stuff, but... I don't know. It's just freaky. Freaks me out. <laughs> Let's combine two of your least favorite things, then. Have you seen, let's do horror movies and The Deep. Have you seen, not Jaws, but have you seen 47 Meters Down? Of course I haven't. I it's, probably would never even go near a body of water if I was. Do you know what it's about? I wouldn't, yes, it's about like the shark, right? That. Well, it's about these two girls who are going on a vacation. One of them just like caught her significant other cheating. So they're like, let's just go on a, like a Bahama vacation, and they do this attraction where you go down in a cage and swim with sharks, but the cage drops to the bottom of the ocean. No, absolutely not. I probably wouldn't even step in the shower after that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. That's funny. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually a really good movie, and there's a really good plot twist, which you wouldn't expect from that type of movie, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm sure it's entertaining. Yeah, it was. Not for me. Google Chrome just opened without me touching anything. Told you, you threatened the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But so we got our two first irrational fears out of the way. Irrational, never heard of it. I don't know. Well, I I hesitate to use the word irrational because I'm sure that there's something within us that's like. Yeah. We have our own rationale. Yes. I mean, threat defense too. Like those are things that hurt. Right, right. But then, so there's those type of fears. Then there's also fears of, like, the intangible things. And I have a article from Psychology Today that I wanted to bring up. And it's by Amy Morin. And it's 
the headline is top 10 fears that hold people back in life. And so I just want to read the top 10 and I already read this and I already know I definitely have it, but I just, I think it'll be a good jumping off point for our conversation. So she says top 10 fears that hold people back in life, fear of change, fear of loneliness, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of uncertainty, fear of something bad happening, fear of getting hurt, fear of being judged, Fear of being inadequate and fear of losing your freedom. Oh, she just described me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can I can share this on on the screen with you so we can both look at it. But I thought it was interesting because right now in my life, I think one of my biggest fears, having graduated college in May and now starting, you know, into the workforce, one of my biggest fears is not meeting people's expectations so maybe that's failure um and not i feel like when i tell people people like oh what are you doing now it's like i need to have a good answer otherwise people can be like oh like he graduated college and now he's a nothing which is no it's not necessarily true but that's one of my biggest fears it's like okay where am i going to go with my career and i don't necessarily have the answer to that but i feel like i need to tell people what that answer is i it's like you like you feel like you need to answer to people. Well, I will tell you right now, just like so objectively, I'm not saying this as your friend. I'm not saying this as like someone who knows you. I do not think of you as a nothing. Like when I think Justin do, I think very successful, honestly, and very intelligent. Well, thank you. Again, no, that's that's something that's like, and I, you've talked, I've talked to you about this a little bit of like, but is that fake? Like, cause I, I, no. I, there are things where like, I feel like, yes, I, I can, depends on how you measure success. I can say, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how I've lived my life thus far and things that I've accomplished. But then, you know, there's that fear that comes over, and you know, we're, I'm we're, something I want to get into is the difference between fear and anxiety. But that comes over. It's like, mm, is that really something, or is right. that just how people view me? Um. Well, I think. In my experience in life, any success I've ever had, I can say, well, that wasn't really as good as I think. And by I can say that, I mean, like, my, I say it in my head. And is that true? I don't know. But I genuinely believe that that's an experience most people have. Right. You know? Right. Like, even that— People have you, self-doubt. Yes. But, like, even with my—like, I'll give an example for both of us. Like, my internship— I'm like, oh, well, they might, there might not have been a lot of applicants. Like, I probably... Your internship like, at Born This Way Born Foundation. This way. I'm yeah. dead serious. But then, look at yours. You you have, I won't say what it was, but you have an incredible accomplishment that you were like, yeah, well, it's not like, you have downplayed it to me in the past, and not in just being humble. It's just like, a, oh, well, like, I don't know. Like, when it's a huge, huge, huge accomplishment. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think, I am proud of the leadership positions that I've achieved at Loyola and I'm happy that I'm happy and honestly humbled by receiving many of the leadership positions that I've gotten um but it was funny I think last spring this was a constant kind of thought that I had and I might have talked to Dan about this and I've definitely talked about other friends about this just like am I is this a facade like am I really who I say I am am I you know, am I really a nice person? Am I, you know, no. And these, these, you know, they weren't to the point where it was like debilitating, but it was just that self-doubt of like, 
should I really be applying to PhD programs right now because am I really going to get in or do I really want to put myself through a PhD program or do I want to be, you know, in a more ministerial role because I really do enjoy my job in campus ministry and talking with people or do I want to be in, you know, teaching at a college or being, you know, some, a resource at a college. Um, and this is kind of like where I, where I land right now is there is a lot of uncertainty and the world is my oyster, which is a great thing, but it's also like, it's, there's so much that I could do that I, I, there's so much in front of me. It's the question of where do I begin? Where do I really want to go with it? Yeah. I really, when you said fear, like, am I really a good person? Um, that is a huge one for me too. Um, and I think it's, I, to be honest, I saw a post once. So it's like good people or bad people. Don't worry that they're bad people. Like, um, if you, I think intention is really, I mean, I might backtrack. I might disagree with myself later, but like in this moment, I feel like intention is what makes people good people you right know what I mean? and we talked about this when we talked about our be kind 21 we did and also about, yeah. the whole thing i've said this before too but like am i really a good person or am i doing this for myself like is this a self-righteous thing when i have that doubt in my head i've found and this is maybe listeners if they have had this fear maybe they can try this too i found that saying yeah like maybe it is self-righteous but if i don't do it i'm not doing that good thing you know like that that person isn't going to benefit from it so do it anyways and i think that's a way of taking yourself honestly it's almost like tricking yourself out of it like you take yourself out of that okay well maybe it is going to benefit me and make me feel good but i'm going to do it anyways because if i don't then it's not going to make that other person feel good or it's not going to help that other person right right so that's how i um get through that because i think like doing good things for people makes you feel good and right. we're conditioned as humans, you know, through, you know, trauma or anxiety or just like, you know, don't, you know, don't give yourself praise. Like, this is not, you know. Right. We're trained this. to not celebrate our things because then it's like, oh, well, then what if someone else feels bad about themselves? Which is yeah. almost to a, a detriment of society, I feel like, because people should celebrate their accomplishments. Yes. But it's it's a balance of like celebrating your accomplishments, but then also not ragging which is a weird right that i feel like that's a whole conversation for another episode of... well there's a different there's a fine line i feel like between bragging and celebrating yourself and we're conditioned i do think to say oh i don't i shouldn't be celebrating myself or i don't deserve to be celebrating myself or if i celebrate myself i'm overindulgent or a bad person right um and it's... i think that's learned right it's funny because there was a time when I thought for a split second, maybe a little bit longer than a split second, that I was like, am I narcissistic? And then someone told me that the fact that I'm questioning if I'm narcissistic proves I'm not a narcissist. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> joke about it on the podcast. I love um, like talking and telling stories and talking to people, but I also love like making people laugh and making people happy. And I think that's why I do it. Like I've, it's, it's fine to like attention as long as you're giving people the chance to also have the spotlight i guess right is there one of these top 10 that you can really resonate with again their change loneliness yeah. failure rejection uncertainty 
something bad happening, getting hurt, being judged, inadequacy, and loss of freedom. So I would probably narrow it down to one through ten. But <laughs> uh, yeah, all of them. I think anybody can relate to all of these. I'm assuming yeah. um, loss of freedom is just a scary. That's like why people fear going to jail. Like I had a fear from very young, like like two of going to jail or my parents going to jail. And I like was afraid of like cop cars when, you know, I was yeah. a two year old. And I wasn't doing anything wrong, but just, like, that fear of losing your freedom was so scary to me back then. Right. Um, it still is, but also I know I'm not doing anything that's, like, gonna send me to jail. Right. <laughs> that was a big fear when I was a kid. I don't know right. why. I threw, I threw, a, I ripped up a Friendly's container once, a styrofoam container, and was, like, tossing it out the window. I was literally, like, two. And my dad, like, yelled at me for it, and I was like, oh, my God, the cops are gonna come arrest me. <laughs> I was so afraid. The two-year-old. I was crying. I was so scared. Yeah. I feel like the one that I resonate with is, is being judged. Because this yeah. is not something that I necessarily talk about a lot. But I'm ve- I have confidence in myself. And I'm very extroverted. But I think something that I have an insecurity about, and you could call it a fear maybe, is being accepted by other people. And I at least need some sort of small group. And if, if I'm very, I think I've said this before on the podcast, I think Angela's episode, I said, I'm very sensitive to criticism because I think I always try and make people feel positively. And then, and if I've done something wrong or if I've made someone feel negatively or um, someone doesn't like what I said, then I don't know. I get I get very sensitive to criticism, which is ironic because we have a point of view podcast, <laughs> which yeah. is basically we're sharing our opinions, and it's just my, with a my, great exposure. My, right, it is. Like my philosophy with the podcast is, if I can start a conversation, if we can start a conversation, then great. You don't have to agree with me. If you agree with us, great. If you don't agree with us, also fantastic. But if we can start a conversation amongst people with about important things and also sometimes not important things then that's the whole point of this. Um, right. But also it's something the that... point of do. It's the point of do. And, <laughs> and it, but it also scares the living crap out of me because it's like, oh no, people aren't going to agree with me or people are going to be critical or judge me. Yeah, that's... I think... And that's even like how we've evolved, like the threat to the physical self, you know, our threat response. Um, I don't know whether I'm not... It's slipping my mind right now, but when we're fear stress, something, we the go stress into, response. Well, I think it's more like like threat. Like it's very like I think it's the reptilian brain where it's like it's the flight or fight or flight response. Sure, it has evolved into we're not necessarily like in physical danger all the time anymore. Like our ancestors, like that were climbing trees. Were. It's the, yeah. So it's the, the the neuroscience behind it or the neurology behind it is the amygdala. And the amygdala is the part of our brain that it handles a lot of emotions, but that's the part of our brain that says, okay, do we want to fight or do we want to flight? And sometimes when that's over stimulated, because we no longer are hunters and gatherers and have to fear for our lives and have to you know, run from bears or things like that. Right. We, that's so, it, yeah. So what you're talking about is actually this, it is the stress response because yeah. our, our bodies have now turned that into 
oh my gosh, I have a test coming up. And that's our brain going into fight or flight when it doesn't have to be in fight or flight. It just needs to be. Right. Well, if you fail your test, you feel like you're not good enough. And then that goes into the fear of rejection because that is still something we need is we are communal beings, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you need people. We can't survive just on our own. Right. So something else I want to talk about, which I mentioned a little bit, was the difference between fear and anxiety. So I'm on an article um, on the uh, National Institute of Health. Um, It's written by, I'm going to butcher this name, but... Terry? I think that's... Is it Terry Steamer? Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the... T-H-I-E-R-R-Y space S-T-E-I-M-E-R. they wrote this article, and it's just about the biology of fear and anxiety-related behaviors. And in it, they say that the main function of fear and anxiety is to act as a signal of danger, threat, or motivational conflict, and to trigger appropriate adaptive responses. Um, and we kind of talked about that a little bit, right? About how um, the, the, the main purpose of fear, or at least for the amygdala stress response, is to get us out of danger. Right. But as we've evolved, that danger has has changed. It's gone from, okay, we need to get away from this bear so that we can get the bring the food and get back to our families um, and stay alive to now. You know, what did we just talk about? My fear of being judged like that's Mm -hmm. that I feel like that's very interesting. And our bodies, I feel like socially we've had to adapt, but yet our biology hasn't. Right. Wow, we really got the short end of the stick there. <laughs> As humans in 2000, what are we, 21, 2021? Right. And this article also says that fear is kind of that, you know, primal instinct of, okay, let's get out of danger. But mm-hmm. it's usually specific. You know, it's not, we can have even f- like phobias. You can have, you know, general anxiety, which is, um, you know, a feeling of kind of worry more generally, but it's, it argues that fear um, are more distinct, are, are, you usually fear things that are more specific. And I've also heard rational. I've What's also rational? heard rational with that. Like anxiety is fear of things that are not necessarily, by rational, I don't mean to judge anybody's fears. I'm not saying that, but like anxiety are like things that can't really hurt you, but you're like, nervous about anyways you feel like they can whereas fear is like running from a bear right like you see a bear is that's fear but like me thinking oh i hope a bear doesn't come and bite me is anxiety because it's like it what are the right yeah so yeah so it says um anxiety is a generalized response to an unknown threat or internal conflict whereas fear is focused on known external danger yeah um which is interesting because I feel like we confuse the two, the two phrases very, very often. Yeah, the two yeah. Terms. I don't think people would really, if you, I think if you surveyed people, they'd probably say like, "Oh, um, I don't really like." They, I use them interchangeably. Right, right. But and yeah. you know, even now I'm thinking like, "Hmm, has 
is my fear of being judged. I guess that's like a specific, like I'm fear of being judged, but is that anxiety though? I guess not. I, I think know. I think it probably would be. Yeah. Um, but we say fear of, but I see them all as intertwined because like if you fear being judged, you're fearing that you're going to be like, what, excommunicated, you know, not really excommunicated, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Just like- yeah. Outside. Disowned from my family, exactly. Well, no. <laughs> just like pushed to the outside, become an outsider. And that's fear of loneliness, right? Like, and right. we need people, you know, in our lives, uh, which, a, and I forget what the other ones were, but I think they just all interconnected. Right. And from a mental health standpoint, fear is a very normal thing. And anxiety is a yeah. very normal thing. It's yeah. when anxiety begins to interfere with your daily, your day-to-day activities is when um, you know, it's recommended that you, you seek support from professionals. Yes. Right. Um, and like I said, fear is, fear is a normal thing and anxiety is a normal thing. And I was wondering, Nick, is there any, do you think that, I mean, we talked about fear has a purpose, but has fear, has your fear affected you positively? Has it caused you or propelled you in a way that, you didn't expect or has it motivated you in a certain way um is there, I, it's, it, yeah <laughs> I, I think fear response maybe sure um so like for example i'll give with like erp when i've told i've explained that a tiny bit like exposure response prevention the exposure is the part that scares you you do you go towards the danger basically whatever or whatever you think is dangerous whatever causes you anxiety but then the response prevention is part of the of the exposure. If you're just doing exposures, especially, you know, to treat, you know, in my case, OCD, you're just scaring the hell out of yourself. Yeah. You're not doing anything else. <laughs> but the response prevention is sitting, you know, and accepting whatever thoughts, feelings come and just like, okay, just continuing not, you don't do compulsions. Um, and that can really, I think that can work for anybody really. So I think maybe the response part is, what leads you to it's like are you okay are you going to tell your brain that that was scary like or that was truly dangerous or are you going to react in a way that okay that was scary but i'm going to go on with my day and i'm not in danger so i think those are that's probably yes but i don't know maybe like a little bit of like maybe like oh if i don't do this i might regret it that type of thing might be good for like being afraid yeah fear of missing out that's a huge fear yes and sometimes it can be you know harmful to people if they're like oh i'm afraid i'm gonna you know it can lead you to bad decisions or to overextend yourself but i think i think any i don't think anything is fully bad or fully good or you know sure I, there are some things that i would describe as fully bad or fully good but you know sure i think fears that have propelled me are reaching out to people mm-hmm. um that maybe I, I have a preconceived notion of like, oh, they're not going to respond to me because they're too important or they're not going to, you know, for one, for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, in, in, specifically in the moment that I'm in now, that's potential grad school mentors because I'm trying to reach out to people who I would like to study under because for PhD programs, instead of applying to the school, you have to apply to the the uh the men the faculty member who you would like to be as your mentor yes and so i've been emailing mentors and it's like that is terrifying because i i look up to these people and i hope to study under these people and i'm just sending them random emails of hi i'm justin i live in walpole and i'm looking to 
do, do this and here are my research interests and it's like are you just gonna look at this and laugh at me or are you gonna be like oh wow like this is something that's really intriguing but i've gotten responses and i will say that leap of faith which i feel like sometimes you have to do to overcome fear or to kind of when you're faced with fear you have to take a leap of faith of course that's given me the largest um how do i say like adrenaline rush when they when i get a response yeah and i think you've talked about that too when you like after you see a horror movie or something is like you just like oh like i just love a good plot twist anything like very like, plot <laughs> like adrenaline twist. yeah i um i totally agree with you though it's in you just essentially said like we essentially agreed we said like it's what you do with it right if you if you're afraid and you don't do if you're afraid of something and you and it's good for you to, like an action is good for you to take and you're afraid so you don't do it it's like oh well what did fear do for you not much it actually held you back but if you if you respond to it positively or we'll say anxiety because fear i guess would be like fear of a bear don't really walk up to a bear um but yeah i agree with you yeah so it's ironic that i am an adrenaline junkie and like i said after i tape a leap of faith and if it works out in my favor if i mean sometimes it doesn't work out in my favor and then it's like oh that's a bummer. but it when it works out in my favor and i do take a leap of faith I feel like, you know, yay, it happened. It's funny, I'm adre- like I'm an adrenaline junkie in a sense of like a thrill seeker. Like I love amusement park rides and heights and things like that, but I can't do horror. I can't, like, like which, which brings people adrenaline. <laughs> I can do horror because I know I'm sitting in a movie theater in my, you know, sweatpants. I... <laughs> got on the Yankee Cannonball at uh Canopy Lake Park and almost passed away. Like <laughs> not actually, but like I, that's the scary part to me. It's like, "Oh my god, I'm going to die." And I had fun after the fact, but the whole time I'm like, "Why did I do this? Why did I do this? Why did I do this?" Right. Did you do Untamed too? Never. So, Yankee Cannonball is more of like a, it's a wooden roller coaster that has the drops and things more of a gradual Untamed is this roller coaster. Gradual that... my ass. What Yankee <laughs> Cannonball? It's totally yes. gradual. Look it up. Yankee Cannonball can be Lake Park. Not I'm not telling you, Nick. I'm telling no, our, I our listeners. I know, and I'm kidding. I'm just saying it. That was that is my threshold for You record. come out of your seat though. On those. Like you kinda I'm my... all set. <laughs> Untamed is a roller coaster where you go literally straight up ninety degrees and then you go down I think more than ninety degrees because you go you inward. Do. Yeah, which is an absolutely not for me. There is a picture on my Instagram at Nick Gervasi ninety eight. Plug casual plug. No, no, no. They're gonna you're gonna want to see this. It's me on that ride. Yankee Um, Cannonball. Yes, there's a picture. It's there's a lime green picture of me and Tom with like a light blue um like border. Swipe on it, like go to the next slide, and you will see me on the Yankee Cannonball, and it's horrible. You want to talk face expanding? My cheeks are like out to here, like flapping <laughs> in the wind. The 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 ride that gives me talk about fear the most fear is the. I mean, I'll 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 say the ride that most people will know, but like, um, Hollywood Tower of Terror, the Disney ride where you know you go up and you drop. Oh, yeah. I can't no. do the droppers. Like, well, actually, that's wrong. I can do it, but it takes a lot of convincing and persuading from others to get me on the ride in the first place. <laughs> I, for some reason, I don't like like 
that drop like that. And the anticipation of when it quickly shoots you up. Yeah. Like, I did one of those before, and I forget where—it might have been Canopy. And I was like, wow, that wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't very tall, but it was fun. And then I was at, like, Six Flags or something, and my friends that were was like, let's huge. do it. huge. And I was like, sure, let's do it. I loved that ride the last time. I nearly, like, I don't know <laughs> if my tears hit the ground before I did, but it was, it was the worst. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Did you need new pants? I needed, yeah, just, just, I wasn't expecting it to that quickly go. I can't even talk. Like I'm literally like experiencing it now as if I were there, <laughs> just the, the quick shoot up. And then my friend next to me is telling me we're on the ground and they're like, look, you can open your eyes. You're like, we're on the ground. And I was like, no, we're not. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Like I was, it was bad. When I was in Copenhagen, my family visited around Thanksgiving. And there's an amusement park in the middle of Copenhagen called Tivoli Gardens. And they have one called the Golden Tower. And that one's probably the the largest tower ride that shoots you up and down that I've ever gone on. And I went on it with my siblings. And my brother, who's terrified of heights, was on... It was my brother, then my sister, and then me. And I I think it was my sister... Or maybe it was my brother. But one of them, we get to the top. It brings you up slowly. That's, that's one that only drops. So it's not really anticipation. It's just a drop. And first off, when you get to the top, you can see all of Copenhagen, <laughs> which is absolutely terrible. Like, just I seeing the that. tops of buildings, being like being able to see people in like the 40th story, like, no thank you. And I think it was my brother who then said, no, it was my sister, who said, I think my... My we're at the top because I think my thing didn't click, <laughs> and my brother's like, Shh. my brother's closing his eyes. He's like, shut the hell up! I I'm like, I'm not falling for that. I'm not holding your hand, whatever. And <laughs> I didn't hear this. And then we go down, and my oh. sister's just holding on for dear life because oh if the God. thing falls up, then she's shooting into the sky. <laughs> Would have bit my tongue off. I'm not even kidding. We should get her on here to, to tell that story. Or oh, if I thought you were going to say we should get you on there, and I was like, no. Well, no, because I'm not going to force you to do that, because if I <laughs> force you to do that, then you're going to force me into a haunted house. So I think that's bad. only fair. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. They They're can't terrifying. touch you. They can't touch you. I don't you. care. Nick, yeah. do you want to see what I was like when I was a baby? Because you will find – you want to uh, – talk about attachment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be attached to your leg. <laughs> All right. See you around. although Um, i was i was thinking about although i I, i'm not this is not me saying i would do it but i was playing with the idea of because we were talking about fear and i was we were talking about adrenaline and getting over our fears allowing you to potentially drag me to like there's a haunted hayride near me but i don't i don't know if that i don't want to like be Make you uncomfortable. That sounds so fun. But <laughs> not making you uncomfortable. The haunted hayride sounds so fun. Maybe uh, I'll look into it, but I I don't know. I'm I'm already getting freaked out just by talking fear? about it. Is it fear or is it anxiety? I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm kidding. Maybe both. Um, we are so over fear. time. We're Do totally you have any like time. last like thoughts? You have any last words? Yeah. <laughs> I have one, but I'll let you go first. Um, no, I don't. I think I, I enjoyed this conversation. 
it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, again, I, the self doubt. I this was an episode yeah. I was in charge of, and I I I don't know. I, I thought I it was myself. great. I had so much fun with this. Me too. This was this um, was a fun episode. I'm gonna have a fun time designing the poster too. Um, <laughs> but I have a good way to very quickly close out the yeah. episode. Um, of course, without our before our outro. Um, I'm not gonna explain it at all. But at this point. I can finally let the cat out of the bag that I will be the 25th president of Loyola University, Maryland. <laughs> I did accept. No, I'm kidding. I didn't accept it, but I gave it to. Could you tell us the name? <laughs> you forget. Mm -hmm. Terry Sawyer. Yes. Mr. Terrence Sawyer. So congratulations to Terry. Um, I He'll think do just as good a job as I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah congratulations to terry um i'm excited for what what's ahead for your presidency talk to students that's important talk to students they're the reason why loyola does what it does right so that talk to students that's my one my one suggestion that i'll offer right here do you want to close us out i can close us out right. with that uh my name is justin do i'm nick gervasi you can reach us on instagram and facebook at point of doo podcast or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash point of do. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or share us with a friend or family member. We really appreciate all of your support. And as always, hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. And until next time, H. Time to say goodbye. Time to say hi.